Sisters and matchmakers here in Los Angeles. Oh, that was a. I've lost my voice. New York, San Francisco, DC, all over the US and all over the world. I actually haven't lost my voice at all. I'm totally fine. Um, praise be. I'm healthy. Yes. We're feeling healthy. We're staying strong um, during the time of COVID. How are you doing, Christina? Great. How are you, Alessandra? Oh, I'm, like I said, I'm. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling sprightly. You know, I think that a few times ago I was complaining about the neck, um, just you know, <laughs> aging. And one of our viewers actually was like, "Allie, I once you started talking about how like elderly you are, they they thought I was like really old, but I'm not really old. I just she's just dramatic. <laughs> so with that, <laughs> let's go into I'm our not first. Old. I'm just dramatic. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so we have, you guys, we have so much to talk to you guys about today, so be sure to listen to the very end, yes. um, and also be sure to subscribe below. We put out episodes weekly, and we also put out clips every every couple days, um, or we try to anyway. Actually, we've been pretty weak, but anyway, don't miss anything, and subscribe below. Exactly. So let us jump right in. Um... Our first segment is, We Couldn't Help But Wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2020, we're living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that, the, that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. So this episode is actually super appropriate because of Christina's impending pregnancy. And it was season one, episode 10, The Baby Shower. Oh. Yes, and we actually both have baby showers to go to this This weekend. This weekend, and we just finished the baby, we're almost done with the baby shower. (laughs) Yes. We're planning Christina's baby shower right now, so um, it's going to be quite an extravaganza. Um, So that will be really exciting. Um, But anyway, so as... Okay, so this is Carrie's Couldn't Help But Wonder. It's the baby shower. As I watched Lainey tear open a terry cloth baby bib with the same enthusiasm she once reserved for tearing off rock star's pants, I couldn't help but wonder, was I next... Okay, so in this episode, they go to Lainey, one of their old girlfriends, um, baby showers in Connecticut. She had gotten married to a fi- guy in finance, and they moved to Connecticut. And um, she obviously is pregnant now. And in this episode, a few things are really funny that happen. One of them, which I feel like it really just informed my decision to never tell my friends my the baby name, my favorite baby name. Oh. But this is when Charlotte, um, Charlotte had told apparently Lainey 
um, years and years ago what her favorite baby name was, and then Lainey <laughs> ended up stealing the baby name. Oh, no. um, isn't that funny? Yeah. I know. Has anyone ever done that to you, Christina? No, I, I did, probably didn't either, though. But mine have changed. So. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but anyway, so that happens. Also, Carrie is late for her period, so she then is kind of thrust into this moment of being like, oh my gosh, what if I'm pregnant? And like, what type of mother would I be? Am I ready to be a mother? Um, and it also just kind of um, really uh, parallels the lives of, you know, Lenu, who was once this party girl, much like you, Christina. Um, <laughs> She's being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, come on. You used to be... What they don't know, actually what a lot of listeners do know is that in our very early years of L.A. and when Christina was a little younger, we used to go out almost every night. Well, we, we went, did. We, we went, went out clubs. dancing. When yeah. people think of partying, they a lot of times mix that with alcohol, drugs, smoking. Yeah. We didn't do any of that. No, we didn't it do was any of it. Completely... Maybe like a glass of wine or two glasses of Prosecco and that was that that's was my her. Limit. And I wouldn't I didn't drink anything because it's great exercise. I was great exercise. I just liked going out because I was getting my workout in. <laughs> yeah. But and also I love dancing. That said, I did in college and <laughs> in, and even in high school, we would go to teen clubs. We would go. Those, to, it was really fun. Oh my we gosh, had a, we had a great time. Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Soundgarden? Of no. course. <laughs> no, we, you guys. Okay, so in New Jersey, there was this club, and it was a teen club called Soundgarden, and it was in this really, like, sketchy neighborhood. So we would, like, pack our car with our fun girlfriends, and we, we were the we were really the ringleaders of the clubbing, like, cu- clubbing with the Contis. Like, we would pack the car, and we would go to these, like, these teen clubs, and that yeah, was our first yeah. Experiences and this is before Jersey Shore. <laughs> this is before the phenomenon. This was so I remember we experienced Guidos like before they were popular or before I think. And I remember even as Jersey Shore was becoming popular, it was almost like Guidos weren't even really a thing anymore in my I in in what I saw because we had experienced them like two years before it blew up and it popped off. But we I remember going and there were these like Guidos. They were the guys with the spiky hair yeah. and the eye headbands, headbands fist pumping. Stuff. Tanner. They had a frolicking <laughs> circle. Yes. And they yes. would, like, the Guidos would go into this frolicking circle and we knew how to frolic. We would, like, <laughs> be doing it. We would be, like, it was this very intricate dancing move. It was a bit like Irish step dancing. Yes. Um, yes. But it was... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's so true. wholesome. <laughs> yes. It's a bit like Irish stepping. Yeah, oh, it's true. It's 
called frolicking. I'm yeah. sure they got it from Irish step dancing. Yes, and I remember there were these, I would always, like, go for, like, the King Guido, and I remember it was like, kind of like this mating dance, and I would be, like, in the, in the, in, on the, in the circle, and I would just be waiting for the King Guido to, like, to look at me and give me, give me a hand, and I remember also, I would put on, like, fake tanner, I would start, like, a week before, just if I knew we were going to one of the clubs, because it was Studio, not Studio 54, Studio 4, which was literally on the side of a highway, and oh, yeah, that it was, was another so- one. It was mm-hmm. so funny. It was so much fun, though. And it, and then, and so we, we would know a week before, so I would have, like, I would be, like, doing the Jurgens tanning because I yes. wanted to look natural. Yes. Because also, we went to, like, we went to school in New Jersey. We went to high school in New Jersey, and there was one Guido in our entire school. It wasn't a thing. Like, unless right. you went to... Right, we went, we were in northern New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, unless you went to clubs or, like, you lived in an area that had a high, like, density of guidos. It was New Jersey is a very suburban, very, it was more, like, um, Lacoste and, like, Hollister, Abercrombie. Absolutely. It wasn't. Also, when you say Guido, just can you explain to the viewers and listeners what you mean by that so that they... Sure. Because some people listening might not know. So for those of you that are unaware of what a Guido is, um, a Guido is somebody who, if you think of like Jersey Shore, that's what, that's what their Guidos. So it's like an Italian, yeah, Italian American, Mm -hmm. but a lot of the Guido actually aren't actually Italian. Yeah, there's a lot. There's some Russian. Yeah, but it like stemmed. It started from. It birthed. Its original, its its birthplace um, was the Italian-American community in New Jersey. Right. And they wear like, they they spike their hair. They wear just. Armani. Armani, Gucci. Very names of. Companies big, on their shirts. Yes, yeah. like big name brands, whether they're authentic or not. <laughs> probably knockoff. Probably knockoff. <laughs> Sunglasses that are probably knockoffs too. Yeah, <laughs> and um, but yeah, and like the guys are very and like very just just you know in like track suits. Right. They would fist pump. They listen to techno music. They would like that's what a Guido is. Right. Um, but yeah, so we, yeah, we definitely had those experiences. Right, so that's what Oh my gosh, what a tangent. Yes. So yeah, but we, we went through a little party phase. Right. Um, and then, but then once we got to, then we went to college and then that was, we partied in our perspective areas. Right. You, the frats, me in Washington, D.C. And then once we got to L.A., we loved to dance, like Christina was saying. Mm-hmm. So we would just go out. And we, you know, we also, for Match Triggers in the City, like, as we were growing, that was something we had to do. Like, we had to just be out and going yeah. to events. Socialites. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so socialites. <laughs> Well, it's Little true. Socialites, yeah. It's true. But yeah, so we had a really good time. But anyway, so back to um, back to the couldn't help but wonder. Um, so yeah, so basically, then in this episode, she um, Lainey then just is really nostalgic and wants to go out, but then she she does and realizes it's not for her. But it's this whole like mm. parallel of Samantha Jones, who's kind of like the antithesis of a woman who values herself based on getting married 
and getting pregnant and then like society who basically like Miranda's whole thing was that you know society is like pressures women to get married get get pregnant and like that's the purpose of a woman but Miranda's like I'm not like very Hmm. so it's kind of this 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 thing so what do we think about this in 2020 I mean wow yeah it's so interesting because it's I feel like the opposite now Mm. where women are feeling like and Timory just did an episode about this who's Timory because uh, trending with Timory is the radio show that I've been on for I was on it twice as of now it's on relevant radio it's a great radio show that talks about celebrity news and faith and more culture. It's very Catholic. Right, it's a Catholic radio station, but she delves into everything. And she was talking about what we were talking about was the date cleanse. I always did a date cleanse episode with her and how Khloe Kardashian was going on a date cleanse and her mom was a, a little bit freaking out about that, saying that, well, are you going to freeze your eggs, and how are you dating anyone, come on, let's go, but, so she ended up talking the next day about, a little more in depth, about women feeling pressure not to get married, and then not to want to have children, and that is what I feel like is happening now, that women are almost shamed to feel like they want, that's a desire in their hearts. Oh my gosh. That is so true, Christina. I know. It's really, it's it's very opposite. And they even feel ashamed if they're dating a man, they don't, they feel like that's not something that they should want because the guy won't want that. If he says anything related to marriage and children, that will freak the man out. And in the oh beginning my it will. gosh, Christina. In the beginning it will. But if you, obviously, that that's a really important, if that's a desire, we all, and Timory was saying, this is a desire that women have. And if if that is something that, that is a important That a lot of women you, have. Some women don't have that desire, but if it right, is right. a desire. It should be something that you're able to express oh, and yes. not have to hide because otherwise you will, the years will pass, and then it might be you will have to deal with a lot more drama later on. So that's why we want you to feel empowered. If that is a desire, if you're a woman and that is a desire for you, that is a beautiful desire, and that's a natural desire. Christina, it's so funny because I completely agree, and I honestly didn't even think of it this way, but I think that women are, a lot of times women are so concerned with not seeming like they want to get married and they want to have kids Mm -hmm. that they end up with these guys that that's not a priority for them so they're so concerned with like oh my gosh let me hide these desires and let me suppress them and like let me not bring them up at all Mm -hmm. and then because they're like oh I don't want to come off as like if I'm needy or like or like I don't want to come off like that but it's so true because if you are suppressing that when you're dating obviously on a first date you don't want to you know tell a guy like yes um I'm looking to get married and have children in less than a year (laughs) like you don't want to put that on them but it's okay for if a guy asks you what it is that you are looking for it's totally fine and I would even 
I would tell you, please tell them, like, I'm dating, like, to find my husband. Like, I want to meet, I'm, I'm looking for my husband. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the guy I'm going to, you know, the father of my children. I'm looking for him. And I think that if you kind of say it in that way, as opposed to, like, I need to get married, I need to have babies, that's, that's all you have to do. You don't have to totally suppress those wants and needs and desires. Right. Because something else, I feel like, we have co- women come into our office all the time um, for their kind of initial meetings with us. Mm-hmm. And I've done so many where a woman will be like, I'll be like, oh, okay, so do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? And they're almost like, yeah, I, I do. I do a lot, but I feel like I can't really express that and say that. And it's I'm, I don't want to come off as desperate, right. but I'm like... First of all, you're at a matchmaker's office, so this is the time where we need to, like, put everything on the table. What is, like, your ideal timeline for all of this, and what are your authentic, truly, what do you really want? Um, yeah, and they even feel mm-hmm. a little nervous to say that they want to be married. Yeah. And they even will say, oh, I don't want to cut off my potentials of options, but that's definitely something that if you to want to be married, to want to have children, if that's that's good to cut off the people who don't. Totally. <laughs> no, totally. And it's so funny because I've even in my own dating life, I when I kind of got back from New York and was on the, like, I kind of had a shift where I then was like, okay, I'm dating. Like, I had a lot of fun. I've dated some really awesome guys in my early 20s. And now, like, I had this thing where I was like, okay, I am looking for my future husband. And so I would go on dates, and I and the guy would be like, oh, so what are you looking for? And I would literally be like, oh yeah, like you know, I'm I'm I want to meet my husband. Like I'm dating to meet my future husband. Mm-hmm. And I feel like guys almost took me more seriously Mm. and they like they treated me with a different level of respect Mm. than they did when years ago before when I didn't want to express even I was nervous I remember to even tell a guy I wanted I wanted him to be my boyfriend Mm. because I felt like that was too needy or that was asking too much or I was putting too much and and then so once I had that epiphany and I started expressing that I just felt like these guys were like okay She's looking for her husband. Let's figure out if this is it, and if it is, wonderful. If not, you move on. That's great. But yeah, so I'm a I'm a human example. Exactly. I'm a real world example. She wasn't didn't have a sign on her forehead saying these things. Husband hunting, (laughs) right? Husband hunting. (laughs) If a man asked her, she was honest. Yeah, that's a great way to do it because you don't need to say it. A lot of times, you just have to. He'll probably ask you, and you'll see from his behavior if he's yeah, going down that path or if he's thing. not. But yeah, I love that, though, that it's like the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Okay, so let's move on to our next segment. Christina, do you want to read this, or do you not have your glasses? Oh, gosh. I will try, but I don't have my glasses. Okay, <laughs> the next segment is Stars, They're Just Like Us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Um, So a bunch of celebrities are going blonde for the summer. Hmm. Um, Emily Radigowski, who I can never pronounce her name, Kaya Gerber, etc. So in real life, does hair color matter when you are dating? 
Hmm. Christina. I'm very much a naturalist in the sense that I think people look best with their natural color. Oh. We've even date coached, I remember one bachelorette in particular, we'll call her Susan, who she had changed her hair color and we actually told her it's probably best to go back to your other color because we noticed the pigments looking in better in photos with what she was with her old hair color than the new one. So I think it's, I'm definitely, I'm definitely for natural. Yeah, I mean, I think that this definitely falls into the realm of one of my triggers <laughs> um, Gosh, really? of like a suit just such a superficial like we worked with a bachelor oh and by like, men saying that they only want to date a certain a blonde <laughs> or, or women like, saying or they women. want to date a yeah we've, we've dealt with oh, like yes this, and like as yes. I was writing this I was like is this like super lame to talk about like no. do people really like but I'm like no this is not super no. lame to talk about because this is something that people really are like seriously like <laughs> considering as they're meeting people right. and as they're dating you guys please from a matchmaker's perspective stop caring about hair color. color it's killing me yes. like literally if you want me to be laying on the floor like on my, like, I, I, I keep please keep caring but <laughs> oh I just it pains me so much because it's just like I think that also just as a matchmaker and having done this for so many years I think that people have this ideal human being in their brains mm -hmm. and if they though get caught up in that ideal human being that person doesn't exist and somebody may have a little bit of a different hair color or eye color or whatever and then they may just totally veto that person because of their hair color mm -hmm. and I think that the swiping apps make that even more of a thing right. because some men and some women will just be like oh a blonde guy ew I'm like not into that mm -hmm. or oh gosh like a brunette woman or a blonde woman oh she probably it's like it's just it's just the to me it's like the height of everything I don't stand for which is like yes. judging somebody based on their hair color yeah I so saw Sandra you preach yeah. that that was because that was also if listeners and viewers like think back to people that you have found attractive in real life yes good. men or women good. that you have physically met in real life right. do you have a certain type absolutely like generally you would think say a guy right. likes a woman who has darker hair darker features totally get that but then think back to the women in every stage of your life that you have found attractive I guarantee that there are a bunch that didn't have that exact hair color and figure and like everything of that like it's so person by person it is one of my favorite stories of one of our success stories <laughs> yes. is a bachelor who we absolutely love he's one of our favorite bachelors of all time he's pretty well known but we obviously will not tell you his name or what he does but anyway he was a he was a brunette lover mm -hmm. who 
for, you know, listen, when a guy tells me he likes brunettes, I'm, you know, I feel flattered. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, yes, that's the best. But like, okay, he though, we took it to that level with him. We're like, okay, you like brunettes? It's easy. Great. We have, there's so many beautiful brunette women in, in our database in Los Angeles as that, that are bachelorettes. So we just kept setting up him up with brunettes. He was like, I know this is weird, but it's like my big thing. Like, I just love brunettes. I love brunettes. So finally, it was one of his final matches, and he kept connecting, but it just wasn't, like, going. Um, It wasn't getting to that next level. Finally, we said, listen, we have, we met, literally we met his future wife. We knew it. But we said, we have this beautiful bachelorette. The only thing is, she's blonde. Can you please please give us this one. Just give us this one match. And he said, yeah, sure, of course. He was a great, it was a great sport. He was a great member. He was a great sport. And maybe even we took it more seriously yeah, because we're we like, we just loved him so much. And like, right. when we love a bachelor, like we want to give, like we want to give our members what they want. We don't want to set them up with people where they're not going to find attractive. Exactly. So we typically, if it's something that we can easily do, it's like, okay, of course, you know, we can, we can roll that way. But he was like, yeah, sure, I'll meet her. You know, why not? It ends up they've been married now for like two years. So it's just the perfect example. And she's blonde. Like she's blonde and so beautiful. But it just, my advice to you is if you're single and you don't want to be, be open your heart and open your mind to people of different hair colors. This sounds so ridiculous for me to even verbalize, but I'm telling you after nine years, this is a big issue. It's true. It's a big issue. I'm glad you brought this up. I know. You're welcome. I'm doing a public service. I'm doing the Lord's work, you know. Okay, moving on. Okay, so our next story, um, Demi Lovato praises her new man in an Instagram birthday tribute to him saying, I feel accepted in a way I've never felt before. Um, and it was basically like they were in a um, kissing and it was this her new boyfriend. His name is Max Erich. Um, I'm probably saying his last name wrong. But anyway, um, so that's adorable. So happy for them. Mm. Um, in real life, what are some ways that you can make your partner feel accepted? I thought that what she said was so impactful. And I'm so, Demi, I am so excited for you that you are in a beautiful, positive relationship. She's been through she's been it. Through a lot. She has been through it. And yeah. she's been with some really bad guys. Um, but. I love, like, she feels accepted in a way that she's never felt before. Mm. So what are some just, like, concrete ways, like, action points that you can make your partner feel accepted, loved, seen, praised? Like, what are some ways, Christina? I think a top way would be to notice them and Mm. notice... The little things. The little things of... And that's something that... Dan is really good about that I might not feel beautiful one day but Mm -hmm. he'll just he'll just compliment oh wow you smell so nice or the little things that I might do to to even if I'm not full face makeup that I might do to to before I see him he'll he'll bring it up and it's you just that gives me a, a feeling of peace and that I don't have to look perfect all the time for him to be so 
happy that he's with me. That would be my first tip. Yeah, my tip would definitely be to figure out, and we talked a little bit about love languages last week, but I think it's so important when you're in a relationship or even in the beginnings of a relationship or if you've been married for 20 years, figure out what that person's love language is in terms of how did they receive love? What did they, like, how do they receive love? So for some people, it's words of affirmation and physical touch. Like I said, those are my two. So when the way that I receive love is receiving verbal affirmation and being physically touched, of course. But Christina, the way that you receive love is going to be different. And like we talked about, it is different. But um, I think that they're like men, especially, and actually men and women alike. I think it's really important to remember that women are not the only ones that need those affirmations or that need to be shown love and to be shown acceptance and to be shown praise. Um, I think that it's very um, something that isn't talked about a lot, but men need that. Like men need those affirmations in their relationship. And it's so beautiful that you as their partner are able to give them that. And it's different. The way that men feel loved is different than how women feel loved. This is generally, but I've seen it true in most instances. Whereas showing appreciation to a man, it makes them feel like they're on the top of the world. And this is also something that Dr. John Gray talks about a lot. I've just it's been true in every situation that I've seen from that for matchmaking almost nine years and being married and being having seeing date coaching and relationship coaching all these wonderful couples so that appreciation rather than more of the things that maybe women like certain compliments or wow you did a great job on that and that that would be great a great compliment for a woman but a man might feel like oh you're judging me right now so I think it's different and just to to keep that in mind with how you're showing your your just like it's different with love languages it's different for men and women yeah I mean yeah I, I would venture to say that however you can express gratitude especially verbally is like please start doing that yes, with your partner that's um true. there's true. no wrong way to show gratitude and there's no wrong way to express that you appreciate your partner yes. obviously unless it's like negative but that's if you're just yeah gratitude. that's not gratitude yeah. so if you think like oh my gosh i'm so grateful for this express that to your partner and like if even with guys like women aren't the only ones who want to be told that they look beautiful like you can say oh my gosh you look so handsome like oh my gosh you're so hot like I I constantly say that like that's I you know so I think definitely complimenting compliments are really wonderful exactly like the physical touch thing as well um bringing them a little gift that's for the gift giving making sure you're spending undivided attention with them when you're with them and you're not looking at your phone you know those are all really applicable ways that you can just like make your partner feel accepted and loved um and also this kind of goes into our next um our next 
story of kind of how to manage a relationship so it doesn't get to the level of a lot of relationships that have just combusted um, because of um, just many reasons. But so a bunch of celebrity relationships have ended, um, including Francesca and Harry from Too Hot to Handle, not that we even watched that show, um, but to Kelly Clarkson and her husband, which we talked about. In real life, what are some conflict resolution techniques to prevent a breakup? Yes, and we had referred to this last episode. So if you were listening last episode, you would know that we were going to talk about these conflict resolution steps and techniques for you. These are by the Couple to Couple League, which is an amazing organization. Dan and I did the engagement encounter with them before we got married, which was a weekend away with other couples who were about to get married. And Mm -hmm. we learned these. And then they gave us this beautiful little... Magnet. Oh, maybe you can put a picture of that in the comments. In the, in the comments? Yeah. Great yeah. idea. Yes, yeah. so you will have it. Why don't, yeah, and why don't you just tell us, like, the, a few of the most, like, poignant ones right. from the magnet. Sure. Well, you start out in prayer. So from the you, magnet. Usually when you're in a conflict situation, the last thing you think about is praying. Together, you want to get your point across and... You want the other person to hear you, and you want it to be over. So prayer stops that whole cycle. It allows you to stop and realize that you're in this relationship together. And (laughs) hashtag. We're all in this together. (laughs) Kill me. Yeah, so prayer is great. I was so on that train in the beginning, and then it just, (laughs) then God only knows what occurred. But anyway. Right. And then you choose an appropriate time to talk. So if someone's about to run into a meeting, you don't want to start having these huge Or if someone is exhausted, Mm. if they're tired, hungry, or their basic needs have not Not been been met, do not, that is not the time to get into a intense discussion. Especially if they're Believe me, I've been there. Alessandra or like Dan. But anyone, like if you're hungry or tired. Alessandra, I know, but certain personalities are more sensitive to You are things. too! Not as much. Oh not my as God. much. I've seen, I, I don't, yeah. when I'm pregnant, the it's a little different. But the hanger. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> right. Stick to the subject, no past history. You don't want to be bringing up, well, you said this to my, to your, you said that about my mother and you, yeah. you don't want to bring up Bringing up past, past stuff, especially if you've already worked through it, like, if this is the thing, if you haven't worked through past things, that's a separate conversation. Yes. But if you have already worked through it, but then you're like, well, remember that one time when you did this? Right. That, it's, it's like unfair. It's like, no, no, what, I can't, no, let's stick to the topic at hand. Yep. I'll stick to the topic perfect. at hand. Be honest, not hurtful. Mm. You don't want to throw them under the bus for things. You want to be honest and caring and and say speak with more I feel messages that's one of their other tips Mm. rather than you did this Mm. but be honest just don't say it in a way that you know could hurt their feelings and that might take some time on your own before you talk to the person to think about okay how do I approach this because I know that 
he's really sensitive about this or she's really sensitive about this. And, like, remembering, like, who you're talking to. Like, know your audience. Yes. Of, like, if you just know, like, this is somebody that I love. This is some a relationship I want to work. And kind of coming at it from those, that lens. Right. You know? Right. Rather than you're yeah. against each other. Mm-hmm. And then no name calling use of sarc or use of sarcasm. We talked about name calling last time is probably the way to just end any discussion, and it's a very immature way to. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we did. We ca- remember we talked about how name calling, especially in social media, is oh, probably yeah, yeah, the worst ridiculous. possible yeah. thing oh, to yeah. do. Yeah. Oh, it's very. Just this wonderful uh, climate that we're living right, in right now. Exactly. We want to avoid that, and also being sarcastic, saying things like "Oh, but you always bring out the trash." Ooh. That's just a really bad that, way. Of- that one. I felt like an attack. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to say things. It's sarcasm isn't is not appropriate for this. Mm-hmm. No third party. So you don't want oh, oh your mom there or your dad there. Oh. <laughs> Your child there. The best way to to really (laughs) put the nail in the coffin of a relationship. Unless it's like a mediator therapist. Exactly. But even then, you're like trying to prove you're trying to prove it to the therapist. And that's why this is a good way to do it for both of you in person with each other. Yeah. Love it. And then listen, give each other equal time. That's important, too, because often we want to get everything we want to say out and not listen to what the other person has to say. That's important. That's good. When you are wrong, admit it. Mm -hmm. As Alessandra always says, you could be right 100% of the time, but you'll probably be alone. Is that your quote, Alessandra? Absolutely. It's actually from, I listened to this amazing podcast that I think that I've recommended before. Um, It's a bit faith-based. It's a Catholic, it's a Christian, um, Christian um, Your Move by, it's called Your Move. So just look up Your Move by something Stanley, something, I forget the exact name. I'll I'll figure it out for you guys. Um, But... Yeah, he said that he, it was so impactful for me because this is the thing, like, a lot of times when we're arguing, like, when we feel like we've been wronged, like, you are right. We are right. Like, I'm, you're right right most of the time. I, like, you know what I mean? So, but the problem is you could be right all the time. You could be right 100% of the time. There are people that are right 100% of the time, but they're also alone. So do you want to be right and alone or give up a little bit and say okay in my mind I might be right but this person has a perspective and be with somebody and coexist exactly and yeah. be introspective maybe you mm-hmm. maybe you may have been right about it but you said it in a way that was hurtful so yeah. just apologize for what was said that wasn't said in a loving manner yeah i hate when people say so i'm sorry if this made you feel this way like, I feel like that's such a lame apology. It's, I, I don't know. You, well, have you heard that? I'm sorry if that made yeah, you feel. Yeah, because sometimes they don't, they're not meaning to say it in a way that's just them. And they, they came, they said it, and they didn't mean to say it in, in a mean way. I, maybe I just parroted that I heard that on Housewives. Oh, maybe. Okay, anyway. Continue. Okay. Ask for forgiveness if necessary. That's what we just talked about. Use I feel messages. We already talked about that one, too. Hold hands. Oh, yeah. That's, especially for those physical touch people who that's their love language, it's very powerful that you can hold each other's hands and and be with each other through this 
I wanna hold your hand. <laughs> Great. And there's heart. something that talks about discernment when you're discerning something together, mm. making a choice, making a decision, because sometimes these conflicts come up when you need to make a decision. We're not going to go into that today. We're going to focus mm. on the conflict. But I, it's very important, especially people are living in close quarters now with quarantines and whatever it is. It's just a lot of <sighs> celebrity couples have, have divorced or broken up because of these things, and we don't want you to have to go down that path. So, yeah. Love it. These are great tips. All right, moving forward. Okay, so now we're going to Sister Lee advice. And, oh, did you, is there an intro for this? Yeah, just speak it that way. Okay. I accidentally deleted it. Sorry. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Just read it. Hi, it's ladies. advice that we give you every you know, week. Every week. <laughs> we're like your sisters, so it's like sister. We're sisters, so it's like sisterly advice. Right. You know. Hi ladies, so my boyfriend and I are fairly new to a relationship and whenever he checks his phone, he always likes to, likes angles. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. He always like angles it totally away from me so I can't see anything. Oh no, oh no! Okay, sorry! Oh Alright, let's, let's try that again. Okay. Hi ladies, so my boyfriend and I are fairly new to a relationship and whenever checks he checks his phone he always like angles it totally away from me so I can't see anything I'm I can definitely be the jealous type but this seems a little shady I've had trust issues in the past and I'm wondering if I am being paranoid from textual healing textual <laughs> Healing, baby. I just, I, I had to. There was, that was the best. Hilarious. She didn't say that. It was. She didn't make that, that was, up. That, that was all. All here. All here. All here. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Oh. That's just a situation that no one wants to be in, isn't it all, Sandra? It sure is. Oh, gosh. And you don't want to read his messages, but why read is away, he being, honey, read why is he being so shady? <laughs> that, so I think that, <laughs> I, first of all, I think it's really, like, self-aware of this bachelorette, too. And thank you for the DM. And if you guys ever want us to answer a question, just always DM us at Sandra Conti or Ma Dating in the City um, show, Dating in the City, whatever. But just DM us. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that... If we kind of take a step back, first of all, kudos for being self-aware that you have some jealousy issues and also for thinking like, am I being paranoid? Is this too much? But it's also, I, I think that if you're writing into us, clearly this is something that happens frequently and maybe he, I, 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 I'll tell you this. I have worked with women and I have dated men who have either, there are some men who, for whatever reason, I just, I felt like that, I, I was like, something isn't, like, yeah, when they're, when they're on their phone, I'm yeah. like, what is, like, what is, who's he texting? That what might be your doing? intuition. Yeah, but then I've also right. dated guys where I just trust them and like they the phone is there they don't care I mean 
Alan gave me his password. Like he's <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, it's doing his shit. Like right. he like, but he and he did it like early on. I've never used it because I've never and I don't even remember it. But in the past, if a guy had slipped and given like I if, with a guy that I didn't trust, oh you better believe I would have been in those oh, in those gosh. texts. But like, I think that it's almost like the maybe a bigger problem is that you're not really trusting him or something is going on that but it is that it's that like that's yeah, the problem that, and there's nothing wrong with being wary in the beginning of any relationship yeah. you don't know the person very well it's the beginning of your your official status together and you're still getting to know each other Definitely. And if he, like, is aggressively angling it away. Right. That's just showing that's, It's that, today better and Right. Wrong. And I would, say, I would say next time he does that, I would say, oh, why are you angling that away from me? Is everything okay? Yeah. I like, oh, my God. Is everything okay? This has happened a few times. Yeah. Yeah. You need to say something about it. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, my God. Is everything okay? Who are you texting? Yeah. and you, Just ask. Yeah. What's, who's who's yeah, texting who's you? Texting and you don't you. have to say it in a vindictive way, but... And be like, oh my god, is everything okay? Right, and it's fine if is you everything okay? if you've had trust issues in the past. That's totally understandable. Mm-hmm. A lot of women have, and even if you're with the most trustworthy person, you can still mistrust someone, even if he has nothing. You've nothing to to fear about. And even him. if he's like earned your trust, right. you can still have those like anxieties. Right, and you don't. It's normal. It's just it's, it's normal, normal. But this is a specific situation that you yeah. want to get to the bottom of. Absolutely, ask yeah. him. Just ask, ask him. him. Be like. Ah, like, and you'll learn. You? Just take things slowly. If he doesn't, yeah. he might lie or he might not say anything about it. So you'll learn as time goes on what's actually going Is on. Is it ever appropriate to hack into <laughs> a guy's phone? No. 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 You don't think it's ever? I just think that's a violation of, I think that might be a crime. <laughs> violation! <laughs> it might be a crime, right? It might be. I don't know. <sighs> yeah. I mean... Listen, I wouldn't judge you if you did. Okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I really wouldn't judge you. But at the same time, it's like, exactly, like, you, the goal is to be with somebody that makes you feel like you don't have to hack into their phone. Right. That's I think, why like, that be should be a goal. Yeah, like, it, when you're, and there are guys that you don't feel that with. That's something that I never realized. Mm. Like, when I was dating in my early, earlier years, I just felt like, oh, this is something I'm just going to always be, like, it's going to just be there, but... I don't know. I think that there are some guys that you just, you don't have that anxiety with as much. As much. Because Because it's going to be a level of it is going to be there. Right. Right. Um, That's why I don't want them to to totally, if they feel that, it doesn't mean that the relationship is doomed because I've I've been through a lot of anxiety with texting, with just any of that too. Could you even, could she even just be like, they're obviously boyfriend and girlfriend. Could she just like be like, hey, can I just talk to you? And then just be like, so this is something, it might seem so silly, but I've had issues in the past where, you know, guys I've been cheated on or men have been unfaithful to me and I just like I know that sometimes you look at your phone it's like turned away is like is everything okay like I'm not talking to anybody else I'm not texting anybody else like or just or is it I just want to are you are you like and it and like if you are I just it's totally fine 
but then obviously eject yourself from the relationship. Right, this isn't, that's not but, the kind of relationship I want. It's not no, the yeah, like, I and it, but, but I would kind of yeah. come at it in that way of, like, is, like, I just, like, and, and then if he gets, like, you may get super defensive or whatever, but his reaction, though, like, should be just, like, quite level-headed yes if this is a good out it's not a good sign and like don't accuse him like you don't want to be like you're texting other girls like that if you accuse a man like he's gonna then freak out and be like no i'm not like you don't trust me but also some guys like use that whole thing of like you don't trust me i can't believe you'd even Ask me. Or I remember in Bridget Jones' diary, they her Bridget's friends were like, "You know he's cheating on you if he says I won't even dignify that question with a response." <laughs> so and that's what he says, but he wasn't cheating on her. So like, you can't. Everyone's gonna reply or like in a different way. But it's you know, true. the kind of his reaction and like the way that you're presenting it again, like using some of these managing conflict things, like sitting down with him, like holding mm-hmm. his hands, being like, "No." Like, I'm so excited about you. I think you're awesome. And I really actually do trust you. But I'm just wondering, like, when you answer your phone, like, you kind of twist it around. And I've had this in it be an issue in the past. So I just want to, like, put it on the table of, like, you know, just, just see, like, are you texting other people? Are you still talking to people? If you are, totally texting fine. Maybe, maybe. Women. <laughs> you know, if you are, totally fine. I just want to know. I just want to know where we're at in this relationship. And then he says, yeah, well, you know, a few, a few girls are still texting me like I engage a little bit and you'd be like okay great well then this is not the relationship for me right. and that's fine but so yeah I think that I, I I think I mean if he blows up at you that's you're you're seeing a side of him that you know this is the way he's gonna handle um this is gonna be the way that he handles any level of conflict so yeah this is yeah. actually perfect for the conflict resolution so listen it is if you're just joining us now listen to the part before yeah listen to 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 that last question mm-hmm. okay thanks textual healing <laughs> textual healing baby now moving on to hashtag netflix and quarantine Ooh. our conti covid classics alessandra will you Go for it. Sure. So I highly recommend um, a movie that I just watched that um, my man actually, um, I try not to say his name because I don't want him being like blasted on, on, you know, social media. (laughs) You know, I just, I want to keep his privacy. You don't want to have him followed by paparazzi. Yeah, paparazzi (laughs) relentless, you know, so I just try to keep it on the DL. Um, But, so yeah, we actually, he, um, we had a movie night last night and he made popcorn and we had it in these like little cute popcorn boxes that he bought. And so we watched Trading Places. Oh my gosh, it is such a great movie. You have to buy it on Amazon, but it's $3.99. I think you can I think you can you can afford it. Um, but it's so great. It's with Eddie Murphy and this other actor that's really popular apparently. I forget his name. But anyway, it's about how this Wall Street banker and then this like homeless guy that gets in that's like gets in was in prison and like did they basically trade places and 
It is so good. It's such a great movie. It's from the 1983, so, like, early 80s. And it's just, like, an Eddie Murphy before he did Coming to America. It's so good. It was, like, those golden years of Eddie Murphy. So, um, but it's so great. If you love, like, it's, like, East Coast wealth and, like, all about, like, banking and, and then just, like, the glitz and the glamour and then how changing their lives. It's just, it's it's so crazy. It's a really good movie. It's really funny. It's a nice, lighthearted, funny movie that will keep your attention. So, trading places. Wonderful. And for my Cotty Cove Classic, I'm going to recommend the St. Austin Review because mm-hmm. my one of my articles is actually on toxic masculinity, Jane Austen relationships. That's a heavy one. Yes, it's you you like it. It was a really good article, yeah. Yes, and that will be published in that in the J- July August what is it called? Edition. Yeah. That's Edition beautiful. of the St. Austin Review. So if you want to read that, make sure you subscribe to get your copy. Absolutely. Um, so catching up with the Contis, we haven't done this in a minute, but what's going on this weekend, Christina? I'm, I, that, I, that is kind of nebulous. Thing. Right. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Yeah, I've been going might to church. Going to a baby shower. Right. I, but, you might not but be. Dan had plans for me, so I'm not sure what oh, it will be. Plans. Exactly. He's a man with a plan. Right. Dan right. is a man with a plan. <laughs> Our favorite kind. Yes, I don't I don't know. So yeah. you tell him. I have a baby shower as well. I'm so excited for it. It's like a socially distanced baby shower, and I'm allowed to bring a man, so I'm bringing my man. Um, so that will be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited about that. And then on Sunday, I'm doing a socially distanced picnic followed by church. Um, so that will be really fun. But wow. yeah. And I'm doing some, like, Niles, my car. Um, he needs a little He needs a little TLC, so I'm going to do that on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, thrilling, you know, but I have to figure out, yeah, I just, I don't really know the car things, so I'm just, like, trying to figure that out. But anyway, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, for the podcast listeners, you guys are amazing, and we, we love you. Um, and also, we're doing this also as a YouTube show, so if you're curious to see what we're wearing today, definitely go over to YouTube. Um, I'm, you know, a self-proclaimed Princess Jasmine today. Um, <laughs> self-proclaimed. That was such a lame laugh, Christina. What? <laughs> oh, I was just laughing. That was such a lame laugh. Self-proclaimed Princess Jasmine. Name calling. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Don't worry, we'll pray and hold hands right after this (laughs) to conflict resolution. Yes, but make sure to subscribe. Subscribe below. Write us any comments, questions you might have below so that we can answer those for you. And also join us on Patreon so you can get even more. Yes, thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.